Now, here's a little tip that if you are new to coming on video, what you can do. So I have a client who video is not her strong point at all. She does not come out on video. She does not talk publicly. And she's brilliant. She's got amazing things to share. Video is just something she's super nervous about. She's like, I don't know how to be myself and talk to a camera without an audience and all of those things. So one of the things that I recommended to her was have someone interview you. Have a friend interview you with questions around things you think your audience needs to know. Because a lot of the times when people are answering questions, they get in their groove. They have a different energy about them. And you never know what you're going to say. It even becomes even more authentic when you've got someone interviewing you because the conversation could go in many different directions and you start pulling out of your brain all of the different juice that you have and you bring it to that conversation. Welcome to the Juicy CEO Podcast. Listen, it's time to give you some hard truths. So sit up and pay attention. If you don't know how to stand out online today, you have already lost. In order to create credibility, influence, and real staying power, you have to build a personal brand with some juice. So join me, personal brand strategist, coach, and breast cancer survivor, Monique Bryan, each Wednesday morning as I teach you all the tips and tricks I use to build my six-figure brand while in remission. It's time for you to get to that juicy CEO status by learning from some badass women in business who've been where you are, showing you that juicy CEOs are made, not born. So sit back, relax, and let's get ready to get into the juice. Welcome everybody who's joining. If this is your first time here, my name is Monique Bryan and we talk all things personal branding right here every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And today we're going to be talking about the five personal branding secrets that every business leader should know. Just the five and I'm going to take you through them and I'm going to give you some action steps. And for anybody who wants the condensed version of all the things I'm going to be sharing with you today, send me a DM and I am going to make sure you get that guide before it's even live. Because here is the thing, guys. There are so many people who fail to realize that all of the business idols that we see online, where we see the success of people where we're like, oh my God, I wish I had that. Or how did they do that? Or that's so amazing. Sometimes we fail to realize like what we're seeing is the result of years and years of dedicated, hard work, consistent effort backed by strategic marketing and personal brand management. That is what you're seeing when you see this online. Okay, because today it's not enough to be an expert. It ain't enough to be an expert. Okay, we are all experts. It's your job as the leader and the visionary of your business to learn how to be heard and seen amongst the noise in your crowded, crowded industry. Oversaturated, crowded, all of those things. I don't want those things to scare you. I want them to put a fire in you to be like, okay, I know it's oversaturated. I know it's crowded. How am I going to be the one to stand out, right? How am I going to make it easy for people to choose me? That's the most important thing. How do you make it easy for people to choose you? Because landing all those dream clients and referral partners and speaking opportunities and publishing deals and media coverage, those things don't happen by accident. The things you're seeing people accomplish do not happen by accident, right? It took planning, their strategy behind all of it, right? So if anyone's out here trying to build their business or their brand without a strategy, I need you to hit me up because it ain't gonna happen by itself. 
okay? Or go and get some help and go and get some help quickly. Today, I'm going to be sharing with you the five key ways you can start positioning yourself for the opportunities that you want. Are you ready? Are you ready to rock steady? Mm, mm. Sorry, we do some we do some minor dancing and singing here every Monday to get us in the groove, to get us moving. Hey, Meeks. Hey, Nana. Welcome. So the very first secret is I need you to own your lane and stay in it. Not just own it, but stay in it because a confused customer never buys. So let's talk a little bit about how being multifaceted and multi-passionate are like these words that everybody seems to love, yet I'm really like starting to realize that they're great attributes to have as a human being, but as a business leader, as somebody who is trying to get clients to come in the door, you can't expect to be top of mind for your customers in all of the same, all of the different areas at the exact same time. People do not have the bandwidth to figure out what it is that we do. They don't have it. It is our job as the business owner to tell people what we do, how we help, and how to come into our world and work with us. It's our job to do that. The mistake that I see a lot of entrepreneurs make is they diversify too soon. And I've been there, right? I'm like multi-entrepreneur. I'm multi-serial entrepreneur. So anything I tell you, I tell you because I've made the mistakes so you don't have to, okay? I am not on a soapbox here. I am telling you because I've done that, been there, done that. So diversifying too soon before you've owned the lane that you're in is one of the fastest ways to crash and burn in all senses of the word, right? So here's what I want you to get. You need to pick a lane, own it, and then be prepared to stay in it for the next three to five years. I really wanna say five years, but I know some of you guys, if I just say five years, you're gonna get really mad and be like, I I don't know where I'm gonna be in five years. I wanna preface that by saying, (laughs) by saying that the world is constantly changing. So yes, you may pick a lane, the world's going to change, and you're going to change with it. So we know this. We know this, right? But I want you to, there was this really great thing I heard someone say online, and he said, I don't negotiate with myself. Like when I've made a decision, I don't sit there and come up with like back and forth ways of trying to get out of that thing. It's kind of like when you go to the gym, right? Where you're like, I could go to the gym. I could do 10 reps. I could do 12. But, you know, I don't really need to do 12. You know, when you're like going back and forth like that, you don't need to do in your business as a business. You do not have that luxury. You need to put your stake in the ground and move. So the very first secret is own your lane and stay in it. Be good and keep getting better. Keep getting better. Notice how I didn't just say own your lane. I said, own your lane and stay in it, okay? Because we have a tendency as creative beings to want to, and no one's saying you can't dabble in other areas on your own time. We're talking about forward facing, right? Like outwardly out here in the world where you are on your social media, where you are actively promoting your services, all of those things. What are you saying? Who are you saying you are? Who are you saying you help? What are you saying you do? If it can't be in a sentence, then it's too long and it's too many things. It's confusing for people. Make it really easy for people. Okay, so secret number two is one, guys, I've talked about enough. It's clean up that digital house. Clean up your digital house. So I want you to think about the last time that you hired somebody for something really important. What drove your decision? Nine times out of 10, it was a referral, it was their reputation, or it was how they looked online. 
how they looked online. So here's a great stat for you guys. There are over 1 billion names Googled every day, yet only one in four people have any positive, favorable results on Google. One in four people. That's it. That's sad. Because here's the thing. It's one thing if people can't find you. That's sad. But it's even worse if people find you and they make a decision about you that isn't true. It's the not who you are because you're there. Everyone is online. They do. You don't have time to come out here. They're not going to come and reach out to you and be like, is this really true? Is this really you? You know, this isn't looking all that great online, but you know, that never happens, right? They find you and they make a decision and they move on. And you never get to then go back and impact them if they've decided the what you are saying is not true. The fir- I need you to go and clean up your digital house and I'm going to tell you exactly how to do that. I've got five ways for you to start doing that right damn well now. So the first thing you want to do is I need you to remove all of the out of date, unprofessional photos, websites, and content from the internet. Now here's the thing. When we put things online, we have no idea where they actually go. Even when you delete them, we don't know if they're ever really deleted. However, when you are Googled, you want to have favorable results. So the way to do that is we need to remove everything that is not looking favorable. Take it down, okay? And if you don't own the content, you're going to reach out to the person who does and you're going to ask them to take it down. I'm talking about untagging you in photos, all of those things. Untag yourself, have other people untag you and be like, this does not serve the who I am or how I want to be perceived. It comes down. Then the next thing you're going to do is you're going to replace unprofessional and out-of-date headshots, which I will get to next on how to do that, from your profiles. I don't know if I know a better way to say it than that. Take them down and then replace them. Replace them. Then the next thing you're going to do is you're going to update your social media bios so they are clear and concise. Guys, clever will beat out, no, clarity will beat out clever nine days of the, 10 days of the week, okay? It will. So I know we want them to be fun and interesting, but If you were on social media for business, if you were looking for new clients and opportunities that are aligned with your future goals, then your bios need to be clear and tell people who you are, what you do, and how you help. It shows your value. People want to be able to put you in their mind where you fit for them, whether you're there to help. Oh, can I use this person now? Can I use this person later? Can I refer this person? Are they good for a friend of mine? All of those things, we are processing all of those things when we find someone online. So your bios have to be on point and you need to have a call to action and an easy place for people to contact you. I can't tell you how many times I've gone on somebody's profile. I think they're really interesting. How do, how, how do I, how do I contact them now? Like, wh- where do I go? What do I do? I can't be diving down the internet world, the whole of internet, trying to find your contact information or find your website. Make it easy for people. Then the next thing you're going to do is you're going to, here's the thing. I know there's going to be some controversy on this one. One of two things. You either have a website where people can find out about you or you create a personal website where you control the message going out about you. Your website is your online real estate. Now, if you don't have, if your business isn't at a point yet where you have a website, that's fair and that's fine. But I want you, and when I say build a website, a personal website, I don't mean this needs to be this big elaborate thing. I'm talking about a one pager where it tells people who you are, who you help, how to contact you, what types of opportunities you're looking for. It's your on, it's, it's what you own because as long as the only place people can find us is 
on our social media accounts, we don't own those accounts. And you hear every single day people being hacked, Instagram taking their their account down, all of those things happen. So we want to take people off the social media sites, hope they're not listening, and into our world so they can learn more about us and we can learn more about them. Then the next thing and the final thing you're going to do around cleaning up your digital house is you're going to create new content and post it online on a regular basis. Why? Because when you create new content, it pushes older content to the later pages of Google. And we're trying to be on that first page of Google because nobody is going to the second page of Google. You want to be have your most relevant content on that very first page. And the only way to get rid of old stuff, if you if you can't take it down, even when you do take it down, people can Google stuff. I'm telling you, people find all kinds of situations. The best thing to do is create new content on a regular basis and really establish yourself as an authority in that space. So I'm talking about giving away free content, give away some of your juice so people can start learning to trust you. You can build your credibility, all of those pieces. So this one seems simple, but I can't tell you how much this is an issue. And I'm saying this as I'm looking at everybody's little, what is this, barely a half, not even a half inch, like a quarter of an inch little round circle profile headshot. Because secret number three is have a good headshot. Have a good headshot. Guys, we are all judging a book by its cover, no matter how brilliant the author, period, period, okay? So you don't have to be the most attractive. You don't have to be the most photogenic to seal the deal. You don't need to, but you need to look trustworthy and credible for people to go and hand over their hard-earned time or their hard-earned cash. People are, this is the thing people fail to realize, often People are deciding if the words out of your mouth are credible based on what they see. Think about that. Think about the last time you found someone online and they were talking about something. You are taking in not just their words, but how they look. You're like, hmm. Now, if they look in a hot mess express and they're telling you something that sounds really valuable, it's harder for your brain to process, am I going to take these things in as as credible and fact? It's a lot harder for people to process that when you look at a hot mess express. Have a relevant, up-to-date photo on your profile and all of your social media profiles. And I'm going to tell you some of the some of the key easy tips you can do right now to update some of these photos. Because some of you guys, I can see your profile picture, and I'm telling you, there's some updates that need to happen. No shade, but there's some updates that need to happen because people are deciding from this little itty bitty dot. Whether they're on LinkedIn, whether they're on Instagram, whether they're on Facebook, they're looking at this one inch little profile picture of you and deciding, do I continue to listen to this person? Do I look into this person more? Do I want anything to do with this person? How do I have them in my life? What are they, what's in it for me? And then do they look credible? I don't know. I don't know, right? That's the worst thing you want people thinking. I don't know. I'm not too sure. And what I was saying to everybody who was on earlier is I have a, a PDF you can have for anybody who DMs me around all of these different tips. So if you're taking notes, you're like, I can't get them fast enough. I got you. I got you. So here's the thing about the profile photo. Here's a profile photo checklist. Number one, I need it to be a professional headshot whenever possible. And listen, if you are, if you want people to invest in you, you've got, you've got to invest in you. So Go and find a photographer, get, put yourself together and take some headshots. It's really not that difficult. It is not, does not take that much time. Now, 
in my world, I do personal brand photo shoots for my clients as the creative director. And we do a whole gamut of things. Hey, Natasha, Natasha can tell you that beautiful headshot you see in over there is like the results of some very strategic branding juice. Let me tell you. Okay. But have some professional, professional headshots. And this means I don't want to see any selfies. I want to see no pets. I want to see no babies. I love me a cute baby, but as your profile shot, that does not help me choose you. It does not. Next thing, and this is all about, guys, there's so much more we could be covering around like how to align the what all of your branding assets with the who you are and the figuring out who you are before you can build your branding assets. But guys, today we're doing a very high level, very high level. If you want to know more about that piece, say hit me up and we can talk about booking your branding strategy session because you can't build anything if you don't know who you are and where you're going period, and who you're trying to reach. Okay, next thing around the professional headshot. I need it to be up to date. I can't tell you how many times I've seen this headshot of somebody on LinkedIn or Instagram. They book a discovery call and then they show up on the video and I'm like, who the hell is that? I was like, who that? I don't know who that is. And I'm talking like in some cases, they looked 10 years older. It just didn't look anything like them. And listen, COVID is real, so things go down, and you may not look like that person. But if you are running a business, it's your job to control the message going out about you. And when somebody sees, expects one thing, and you do not meet that expectation, you lose trust, like, automatically, even if it's unintentional. So you've got to put your best polished foot forward. So it needs to be recent, I mean, hopefully within the last one to two years, with a current-ish hairstyle. Okay, current-ish, because I know as a lady, we like to switch it up and switch it up. Like my hair is like growing back and all of my headshots have me with a very low, low haircut, but it still looks like me. So I still have very identifiable things that look like me. So there's that. The next thing I want you to consider when you are taking those headshots is I need you to look friendly and approachable. Have a friendly or approachable facial expression. I know some people don't take into consideration how much the conversation that a person is having about you goes into like, how do I say this? It's like when I look at a profile picture, I'm always thinking, I like them. Or I don't know if we get along. I don't know. I don't know if I like them. Nobody wants to give their money to someone they don't like. So if you don't have, if you don't look friendly or approachable, professional, friendly and approachable, why would I, why would anybody even give you a second look when there's other people online who look professional, friendly and approachable? Like, I want you to keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. Natasha's saying she changes her hair daily. <laughs> well, I mean, I still think it kind of looks like you when I see you anyways, Natasha, but I don't know how you are in your Zoom call, so I can't even speak to that. And then the next thing, the next thing on the checklist of a professional headshot, headshot checklist is take the photo up close. Like, why are your photos so far away? I cannot see who you are. Who is this? People like to buy from people. So if I can't see you, how can I really trust you? If it's so far away and I got to squint in, I'm like, what is this? It actually sometimes reads as a personal profile when I cannot see their face. When I can't see their face, I'm very skeptical of people anyways. I'm just like, I I don't know who this is. Is this a business? I don't know. But even if it is a professional photo, say you have a beautiful outfit on, think about how people are seeing you. It's so tiny, have a profile shot. Is that a profile? Have it above the shoulders, up close so I can see your face, right? People are buying from people. And then the last thing on that checklist is I want you to have a subtle or distraction-free background. Distraction-free background. Otherwise, I can't actually see your face, right? If there's so much going on in the background, how 
am I supposed to see you? I like to look, and you like, here's what I like to say is like, I want to be able to look into somebody's eyes. That's where the real trust comes in, right? Looking to someone's eyes, right? You can't look into someone's eyes if it's so busy in the background, you don't know what the hell is going on. So that's secret number three, have a professional headshot. Now, secret number four, there's only five guys, so stick with me, stick with me. Secret number four is show up on video and share free content. I know some of you guys are already like, I don't want to do video. Listen, that's enough, okay? I found this amazing quote from one of the chief founders at Wave Video, and she says, no amount of sophisticated technology can ever take the place of a real live in-person event. However, because that's where you look into somebody's eyes. This is where you read their body language and sense their energy. But the very next best thing is video, especially live video. Think about this. For some of you guys who have been on this live before, we're here every Monday at 11. Like, this is where you get to know me. This is how you get to see how I would coach. This is how you see my mannerisms. You see, like, my speaker style, my teaching style. And then from there, you get to decide, is that somebody I want to continue to listen to, follow up with, work with, partner with, collaborate with, have at my event? All of those things happen with this live interaction. So I want you to be thinking about that for your business. It's a super key component on establishing yourself as a business leader in your space, okay? This is especially important for one-on-one, if you do one-on-one services or you have aspirations to be interviewed in the media. You are stepping out into the public eye and people want to know, can you deliver? Are you interesting? Are you entertaining? Like if you think about someone who wants to interview you for a podcast, I have a podcast, so I am always thinking about this around my guests. Are we going to have a good conversation? Is it going to flow? Is it going to be engaging? Because if it's not going to be, if it's not going to flow and it's not going to be engaging, my audience who's listening to the podcast interview is not going to stick around and they're not going to listen to the interview. I want you to be thinking about these things where you show up on video and share your content is like your investment in your audience, right? It's you saying, I'm willing to show all that I have out here, guys. This is me. If you like what you see, keep coming back, keep learning more. So it's one thing to show up on video. The other part of this, don't forget the share free content. I should put share valuable free content because it's not just sharing free content. It's sharing valuable free content. And I always want you to take it from the perspective of the audience asking themselves, what's in it for me? And when you're ever thinking about creating content coming out here, always think about what's in it for the viewer. That's all that matters. Allow me to interrupt this regularly scheduled program to bring you a super juicy announcement. Let me speak to my coaches here for a second. Coaches, it is time to stop being passed over by your dream clients. I get it. It's super tough to stand out online right now, especially when everybody and their mama seems to be a coach. Not to mention, there is so much overwhelming and conflicting info out here on how to get it done. What if I told you, you could call in your dream clients if you had one, an unmissable brand identity, two, a distinct brand voice, and three, a marketing strategy that aligned with who you are and who you want to serve. It's time someone gives you the support you need so you can go work with the dream clients that you love. If you agree, then this is your formal invitation to join me on October 18th to the 20th, 2021 for an exclusive online event 
in my three-day Captivating Coaches Challenge. This is a series of workshops designed to show you how to captivate your dream client and position yourself as the go-to authority in your space using your personal brand and your online presence. Just go to bit.ly forward slash captivated coaches, just how it's spelled, and get registered today. Why do you need to be there? Because one, your dream clients are waiting for you and they need you. And two, because you have decided that cookie cutter, lackluster, and blending in is not who you are anymore. Okay? So go and secure your spot today. Just go to bit.ly forward slash captivated coaches and I'll see you in there. Now let's get back to the episode. Okay, so here's a few tips around going live on video. One first thing, I only want you to speak on topics that you want to be known for. There's that, okay? So so we go back and remember secret number one. What was secret number one? Own your lane and stay in it. So if you're like, what do I come on video and talk about? What should I be talking about? Please don't talk about everything under the sun. What do you want to be known for? What what space do you want people coming to you for and being like, oh, you want to talk about personal branding? Oh, you should talk to Monique. Monique knows about that thing. She's always talking about that thing. That's what you want people saying. Next thing, I want you to plan what you want to say in advance. What do you want to say in advance? So you see how I'm talking about I got all my notes over here and all of that stuff. I've planned what I want to say before I come on here because I want to make sure that it's a value when you guys come on here. It's not just me having a good time, dancing it out, looking all cute. I mean, we do that too. But that's not why you're here, most of you, right? So plan what you want to say and think about the listener. Next thing you want to do is you want to focus on delivering value first, always thinking about what do I think my audience needs to hear? What do they want to hear? What do they need to hear? Start there. Next thing, I want you to have a takeaway for the listener. So what are some key action steps or resources or calls to action for the people listening? So just like you guys, I'm going through the five key secrets and I'm giving you actual action steps to go and get it done. It's not just me telling you what they are, but I'm actually showing, telling you how you can go and get it done. And I've created a beautiful PDF for everyone who DMs me. You can get it before it's live. Now, here's a little tip that if you are new to coming on video, what you can do. So I have a client who video is not her strong point at all. She does not come out on video. She does not talk publicly. And she's brilliant. She's got amazing things to share. Video is just something she's super nervous about. She's like, I don't know how to be myself and talk to a camera without an audience and all of those things. So one of the things that I recommended to her was have someone interview you. Have a friend interview you with questions around things you think your audience needs to know. Because a lot of the times when people are answering questions, they get in their groove. They have a lot, they have a different energy about them. And you never know what you're going to say. It's even becomes even more authentic when you've got someone interviewing you because the conversation could go in many different directions and you start pulling out of your brain all of the different juice that you have and you bring it to that conversation. So if you're nervous about going, going live, I want you to ask a friend and be like, Hey, I got a bunch of interview questions. Can you just ask me about this? And if anything else comes up for you as we're talking, Go ahead and just ask me those things. Next thing, this may seem trivial to some people, but this is like one of the key things I tell all of my clients to do. Wear something that makes you feel confident and like the expert that you are. You can show up on video any way you want. This is not about can you or can't you show up in your Lulus? Do you or don't you have to put your makeup on? No, you can do whatever you want that's authentic to you and your brand. But here's what I want you to get. When you are 
nervous, when you are excited, when you feel like you're in your element, you show up differently. When you feel like the professional that you are, when you are wearing something that sparks a memory or like gives you that confidence or makes you feel like a boss, how you show up, your energy is completely different. This is why I wore my neon today because it always makes me feel so lively. It also has a lot of memories attached to it. Like if you go to Juicy CEO podcast, my podcast, this is the dress I'm wearing in the photo. And it's such a dynamic photo. I'm like this. I'm like, yes. Every time I wear this dress now, I just feel like excited. And when you are out here presenting your information, I want you to get like energy is contagious. If I show up with my energy, you guys are more engaged. And if I need to put myself in a space where that energy, I can dig up that energy. I mean, like it's Monday morning. Like I've been up since like six o'clock in the morning. I don't wake up like this with this, like someone, my client had asked me this last week. She was like, do you always, are you always this energetic? I'm like, not at all. I'm a grumpy morning person right? A lot of the times I'm very grumpy. It takes a minute for me to get into the groove, but you can put yourself in that state where you show up as your best possible self. So wear something that makes you feel confident. And the last thing around showing up on video is be yourself and speak like you're speaking to a friend. Just be yourself. I know it's easier said than done, but I want you, the best way to find out if you're being yourself is to actually look Take a video, don't put it live, record yourself, do what you would do, and then go and watch yourself. I can go back and listen to different podcast interviews that I've done, that I've been on, that I've conducted, and I can tell when the, when the conversation was really natural and when it was contrived. I go back and listen to my, my podcast interviews, the ones where I'm interviewing or I'm presenting, even this one, I will go back and listen to it because I want to see where I fell short. It's all about being good and getting better. As business owners, you know, you will come to realize if you haven't already, there is no top of the mountain. You know how we're always trying to get to the top? There's no top. Once you get to what you think is the top, you want to get better. You want to do another another iteration. You want to improve. If you are an ambitious, go-getting human being, and no shade if you ain't, but if you are, you are always going to strive for more and for better. That's just human nature. All that to say... Be yourself. Just be you. There's only, there's everyone else is taken. Isn't that what they say? Be you and speak like you would speak to a friend. And if you're not sure, go and record yourself and go back and watch it. Okay, and now we've gone to the fifth and final secret, guys. The fifth one is build your network of thought partners. Build your network of thought partners. So it goes along with this quote that says, it's not who you know, it's who knows you. And this is such a vital, critical, and value part of establishing yourself as a business leader, as a thought leader, as a business owner. Like, you've got to build out your network, right? And there's strategic ways that you can go and do that. And I'm going to give you five of those ways right here, right now. So be ready, be ready. But this is something when you have a established network of people you can tap into. This can fast track your visibility and your opportunities. Fast track it. It's essential that you want to grow a strategic network of people who can help put your name out there and put your name forward. And as LinkedIn has showed us, we are usually just one to three connections away from everyone we want to meet. Everyone. Think about that. Every, so if you've been sleeping on, if you've been sleeping on LinkedIn, then think about that stat. When I, when I was thinking about, when I was researching to write out this blog post and do this video today, I was like, our connections are so much closer than we think. 
And if we just think about the people we can tap into and we focus on that, we would be able to strategically place ourselves in rooms, in alignment, in collaborations with the people who could really help us and we could really help. Because like I had said earlier, think about the last time you hired somebody for something really important. Nine times out of 10, it was you were thinking about, how did I come to this person? Was it a referral? Was it, oh, their reputation? You looked that up. How did they look online? Like, you're thinking about what drove your decision. It was one of those three things. So having somebody to put your name forward on your behalf has so much weight, so much weight. So how do you build this strategic list of thought partners? So first things first is like you need to make a list of the types of people you think could propel your credibility, your opportunity, or your proximity to the people you want to be around. But you've got to know this first. So it's, yes, there's people who you really would love to contact because you love what they're doing, but think about your business and where you want to go. You always want to start with the end in mind. That's what I do with all of my clients. It's not the, who do you want to be as a brand? It's, what are you trying to accomplish? What are your big goals? Then you align that, you align your actions and your brand that you want to build with the end goal. That's where you go in. So think about the types of people you think could propel your credibility, your opportunities, or your proximity to the people you really want. Then the next thing you're going to do is I want you to go and look at your LinkedIn connections or your contact list on your phone. And I want you to see who you're already connected with. Because a lot of the times there's people in our network we don't even know we are one degree of situation, um, one degree of separation away from these people that we really want to be with. And maybe they are those people. Maybe there's people you just haven't contacted in a really long time. I remember there was a point where I was just adding people to my LinkedIn all willy nilly. I don't even know who's on there. And then when I was looking for a certain opportunity, I went back and looked at my connection. I was like, wow, we know a lot of the same people. Would you mind, you know, introducing me? And they were like, yeah, for sure. You know, so you just never know who you already have in your network. Number three. You're going to look at this list and then you're going to identify which people on this list you think would be comfortable putting your name forward or introducing you to your dream contact or opportunity. So it's one thing to have everyone on your list, but I really want you to strategically think who would feel comfortable putting your name forward because just because they know you on a LinkedIn profile. How many people have you added and you don't even know who these people really are? You gotta be smart about it. Not everyone's gonna go, because once they put your name forward, they have co-signed you and now they've hitched their reputation to your reputation. I said it, that's a big deal. That's a big deal. People don't wanna be just hitching their reputation to people's reputation if you don't have a good reputation. If you haven't done secrets one to four, around cleaning up your digital house, owning your lane, having a you know reputable company profile, all of that stuff. Thank you, lovelies. Karen is saying many people aren't aware of their goals. What would you tell that person? Girl, listen, without our goals, we are lost. So before you go and try and implement any of the things I tell you, any expert online tells you any of it, you really want to sit down and be like, what would success look like to you? If you don't know that, don't do anything else but figure out the answer to that. Because all of us, and I love that you asked that, Karen, because often we get wrapped up in the doing and we've forgotten what the goal is. I've been there where I'm running and rushing and doing and accomplishing, but I forget what was the end goal to begin with, Monique? What was that? What? Why am I doing 
Why am I hiring someone to design a sales page? Why am I launching an online program? Why am I investing in Pinterest? You know, which, you know, I know pressure you guys, you do so well. Like, why am I hiring someone to do Facebook ads? It gets, we can so easily get wrapped up in all the things people are saying we need to do in our business without looking at what am I, the business owner, me, the visionary, the leader trying to accomplish for my business or for my life. You start there and then you build the things. Then you put the things in place because I can't tell you how many times some, as we take a little side note, guys, how many times I was kicking myself for not running Facebook ads, for example. I was like, everyone is, and this was like over a year ago. I was like, everybody is running Facebook ads. I need to get on this Facebook ad train without knowing how to just, how to strategically run a Facebook ad and why is, what's the purpose of the ad? Not just what's the purpose of the ad. What is the follow up sequence that goes with that ad? Where am I trying to lead people? Who am I trying to speak to? Who are the people I want to bring in through that ad? Where, what's the journey I'm trying to take them on? All these pieces, I had to learn the hard way by going and investing in ads. And learning, Monique, you didn't have those pieces in place, therefore those ads didn't work. And now when I run ads, we've got all those pieces in place, or we stop the ads until the pieces are in place. Super, super, super key. So many entrepreneurs forget that part. Yeah, and it only comes with learning. So I don't even know how you learn it if you don't learn it the hard way. I would say, make sure you follow people you respect who've been where you are, but are further ahead, and let them guide you. Everyone needs a coach. Everyone needs a coach. And Presha is saying the goal is only one part because you need the plan. Yes, without the plan, we lost. Forget it. Okay, guys. So we've got, you're going to make the list of the types of people you think could propel your credibility opportunities or proximity. You're going to look at your LinkedIn connections or your list, contact list on your phone. Then you're going to look at the list and see who would you think would be the most comfortable putting your name forward. Then the next step is you're going to reach out to them through DM, video. I like to do a video message. Video messages are strong. Voice messages are good too, like voice DMs. But here's the thing. You never know how people feel about sitting and listening to a DM. Luckily on Instagram, it's only one minute. But I want you to really think about people's time. They can read a message really fast, but if you don't know how to write a good message, then probably video would be the next best thing or voice. But if you're even if you're doing voice messages or DMs, make it quick to the point. And I want you to always think they're also now become your audience in the what's in it for them. So some people will will out of the goodness of their heart because they've got time because it's nothing to them. They'll introduce you to people that you've requested. Be like, hey, I know you're connected with this person. Would you mind introducing me? There are people you can do that with, but there are people you may not have connected with over so long. You need to now reestablish that connection. So how do you do that? Find, go look them up. What have they been up to? What are they doing? I want you to think about how can you acknowledge them for the great work they've done and help them with a connection before you ask for a connection. So give before you ask. Whenever you can, give before you ask. And then the fifth thing is, if they're active on social media, go one step further and make them look good by highlighting their accomplishments through sharing, commenting on the things that they do. Because if anybody is out here on social media, we know it's all about the algorithm and and comments and shares. So show them some love before you ask them for something. People really appreciate that, but do it from an authentic place. Don't just be out here sharing. And if you comment on the share, it's even better. But make it authentic to who you are, where you're at, 
reconnect with them, find out what they're doing, acknowledge them for the things that they're doing. Building a strategic network is just that, strategic, strategic. So think about those things. Don't be all willy-nilly with the ask and that network of group. That is your golden ticket right there. The referral, someone putting your name forward based on your reputation though. No one's going to hitch their wagon to, to Hot Mess Express. I'm just okay? So we're going to recap the five secrets, guys, and then I'm going to let you go. So the first one is own your lane. And I did it, like, if you need the PDF about all of this, send me a DM. I will make sure that you get it this week. We're just finished putting the finishing touches on it. So the first one is own your lane and stay in it because a confused customer never buys. And be committed that you're going to own this lane for the next three to five years right? I say three because if after three it's not working, you're not the one, then you may want to like shut it down. But if you were committed, you'll make it work no matter what. You'll pivot, you'll change, you'll, you know, massage it, but you're going to own the lane that you're in. Number two is you're going to clean up your digital house. Think about the last time you hired somebody for something really important. What drove your decision? Nine times out of 10, it was a referral, the reputation, or how they looked online. And the number one thing people do when they meet you is what? look you up. They Googling you, Googling you. And I gave you the steps on how to start cleaning up that digital house today. Clean it up. Number three is have a good headshot. We've got three to six seconds to make a powerful first impression and people are judging a book by its cover. I'm sorry. When you look at a book, that's what you judge it. I would love to say that they did it on all of the, they picked you for all other reasons. They may make decisions after, but they're looking at they're looking at your little profile picture. They're deciding. So make it easy for them to choose you. They're deciding if you're trustworthy. They're deciding if you're credible from that little one-inch photo. Make it clear. Make it recent. Make it professional. And make it up close. The headshot. Let me be able to see you. Who am I buying? Who am I giving my money to? I'm getting excited in the phone. <laughs> it's like shaking. The number four, show up on video and share free content. The next, the first, the best thing you can do is show up live with humans, look them in the eye where people can read your body language and hear your personality and decide if you're the one. But the next best thing is video. That's the next best thing where people decide if they want to like you, trust you, buy from you, hear from you. So show up on video and share value. Value comes first. Share valuable content and do it often. Be consistent with it. Remember what we were talking about at the very beginning, all the success we see of other people online, we forget that that took time. That is the result of consistent, consistent, strategic effort, planning, and marketing strategy. That is what you're seeing the result of when you see all these successful beauties online. Number five is build your network of thought partners. Because it's not who you know, it's who knows you. So take those steps I'd given you earlier about how to establish those, reestablish those relationships, make your list of your thought partners you want to be connected with, how and reaching out to them, sharing, giving before you ask, give before you ask. And with those steps, guys, you are setting yourself up for some amazing opportunities and some even better, better success. Because this is your job. This is our job as business owners, business leaders, wanting to go, when we talked about earlier about like diversifying and being multifaceted and doing a lot of things, you can over time do a lot of things. You need to still own your lane, but you can do a lot of things. However, you've got to be good at the one thing first 
People need to have something to point to to be like, yeah, but she's a boss at this one thing. So I love her, who she is, what she stands for, how she delivers that stuff. She's got integrity. She's great to work with. All of these different pieces people are going to be saying about you. So when you go on to build your next thing, that reputation, all those, that network, all that beautiful credibility collateral comes with you. It comes with you when you invest in these pieces. Okay, guys, that's it. That's all. This was a, this was a longer one today, but I wanted to make sure that you got all of that juice. If you need help with how to build that strategy, how to align the who you are with what you want to do, hit me up. You can either send an email to me and my team. We will set you up with a discovery call and see if a brand strategy session is right for you. Otherwise, we have some extra sting little juicy bits. And if not, you want to keep listening. You want to keep deciding. If I'm the one for you, if you want, if you like what you hear, make sure that you continue to listen to the podcast and you show up here every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. You are welcome, Mary. She's saying thank you. Seriously, so much value. Love it, guys. Go have an amazing week. Go kill it and go be building that brand over a business. This episode was super juicy, am I right? If you ever want to experience the Dirty 30 Live in real time, follow me over on Instagram at MoniquePrian underscore co, that's Brian with a Y, and set your alarm to every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time and come get your questions answered live over on the show. And if you want to experience the juice 24-7, make sure you join my free Facebook community, The Juicy Brand Squad where you get exclusive tools, trainings, and access to a community of other badass entrepreneurs raising their juicy CEO status. Until next time, my lovelies, keep building that brand over a business.